our learning objective is to identify the important characteristics to consider in selecting an appropriate mutual fund for a client. The first and foremost criteria in selecting a mutual fund for a client is to match the client's goals and risk tolerance. So you start with what is the client trying to accomplish and how much risk is appropriate for them to, to take on. That will define what uh, is an appropriate invest, uh, mutual fund for them to acquire. A financial planner should consider third-party evaluations of funds. A third-party evaluation is an organization like uh, Morningstar or Lipper that provide ratings of uh, mutual funds. Now, it's not the case that the financial planner would necessarily just focus on buying well-rated mutual funds. Rather, third-party evaluations are important to make sure that the financial planner does not recommend a mutual fund that is poorly rated. Because if you put the client into a poorly rated fund and the fund does poorly, uh, now the client may have some recourse about the planner not acting appropriately. When recommending a fund, the fees and expenses are extremely important because we know there is a direct relationship between fees and expenses and the ultimate rate of return to the investor. The degree of diversification or concentration is also important. The whole purpose of mutual funds usually is to achieve a diversified portfolio, especially if there's less uh, amount of money to be invested. Uh, not all portfolios are equally diversified. In some cases, however, uh, clients will select mutual funds for the purpose of concentration. For example, there are some funds that will invest in just one industry. They will invest in a variety of firms in the industry, but it's still a limited industry, or it may be just one country, or some other restriction. So this would be an example of a concentrated mutual fund, which is okay if, in fact, that's the type of investment the, the client wants to make. The planner should also consider the experience, qualifications, and longevity of the fund's manager. Some research has suggested that the longer the manager has been there, the more effective the manager is. and. Uh, qualifications seem to also play a role in distinguishing better managers from not as capable managers. It is also important to think about the issues of when to sell a fund. The number one argument for selling a fund is what we call style drift. That is, think of style as the stated objective of the fund. For example, if a fund says, the objective is to invest in large cap growth stocks, then when you buy shares in that fund, you are creating, allocating part of your portfolio to large cap growth stocks. If you start to notice that the fund is adding stocks to the portfolio that are not considered large cap growth, then you're getting style drift. 
And when you start to see style drift, that is a very good time to reassess whether that's the fund you want to hold. A significant change in asset allocation of the fund is also a good time to think about liquidating it because, again, that may not match the type of portfolio the client wants to hold. A final consideration is extended poor performance, especially if associated with high fees. Even the most brilliant portfolio manager will occasionally have a bad year. So there's no question, a bad year's performance is not necessarily a reason to sell a fund. So the real question becomes, how, how long do you have to observe poor performance? And that becomes somewhat of uh, an opinion issue, but I, I think that if you've observed poor performance for at least three years, and again, especially if, you're com uh, if the poor performance is associated with a very high fee fund, which is saying you can pay us high fees because we're going to have superior performance, then I think you have an excellent reason to sell that fund and move on to uh, another fund. Let's consider some true-false questions. Fees and expenses should be a critical consideration in selecting a fund. That one would be true. We know that over time, funds with lower fees and expenses tend to outperform funds with higher fees and expenses. A financial planner should only recommend funds that are rated in the highest category by third parties, regardless of their match with the client's portfolio objectives. Well, this statement's false on both parts. First of all, you don't necessarily want to just focus on the best rated funds. Uh, you just want to make sure you avoid the worst rated funds. And secondly, uh, it's the client's portfolio objectives that become the number one factor in selecting a fund.